0: hey everybody welcome back to wherever you're streaming from wherever you're watching this video from I'm Sean Christopher Jenkins so welcome back to if you're streaming from my YouTube channel upload past crossroads or my if you're watching the the playback of this video on my podcast upload past crossroads welcome back if you're watching from my Facebook or LinkedIn page Sean Christopher Jenkins thanks for tuning in my Twitter page trouble don't last I keep on going I'm streaming a lot in a lot of places but I got a treat for you guys today so the title of today's video is the secret to success the secret to success and before i even before i even go there right everybody has a life verse do you have a life verse do you have a verse in the bible that just touches you that's just you apply it to your life each and every single day it's the verse that you think about 24/7 7 days a week like it's your life verse right and there's like 33,200-something scripture verses. So it's hard to have all 33,200 scripture verses as a life verse. I mean, it should be the whole Bible, but you guys get what I'm saying. So one of my life verses is Proverbs 22:29. 29. But before I even talk about that, right, I want to show you guys what I told you I was going to show you on my YouTube channel real quick. All right, so in order to be monetized on YouTube, you need 1,000 subscribers. That's only one criteria. Another criteria in order to be monetized, in order to get paid on YouTube and start having ads play on before your YouTube videos and after your YouTube videos for you to get paid, uh, you need 4,000 watched hours. So it's two criteria. You need 4,000 watched hours and then you need 1,000 subscribers. So. As you can see here on Upload past Crossroads, my YouTube channel, we reached a a milestone. So I'm at 2,324 watched hours. So if you've been watching my YouTube channel, if you've been supporting my social media pages, man, I love you. Thank you so much. I just wanted to thank you, right? Because this this video I'm going to talk about today, I'm going to talk about the secret to success, right? Because I think you guys know from watching my social media pages, it's my goal to do this full time. If i'm being honest with you and i'm not going to shortchange you guys like if i was to ask you guys a question one the questions. so first of all when i had my own apartment and when i lived in Charlotte, north carolina i had bible verses and scripture verses and quotes all over my wall in my bedroom like everywhere <laughs> like it was crazy like i looked like a psychopath but it was all the scriptures, quotes, everything that I wanted to have memorized, and one of them that I had on my wall was this question. I had a question on my wall. It said, "If you, if money wasn't a factor, would you get up and would you get up and do what you're about to do right now? If money wasn't a factor, and the day was your last day on earth, that's the kicker. So, if money wasn't a factor and the day was your last day on earth, would you still get up and do what you always do every single day?" So would you still go up, get up, and do that job, right? Would you still, you know, <laughs> love on your wife, right? What, what do you do on a day-to-day basis that if today was your last day on earth, you would still do, right? So if money wasn't a factor, would you still get up and do your job, basically, right? And so for me, that's a heck to know. Like, but for my social media pages, yes, like I would obviously do anything, preaching the gospel, teaching the word. Posting one more time on social media for you guys like I would do those things One last time it's a day was my last day on earth Actually, I'll probably post a hundred times before my last breath just for you guys Like, <laughs> So if you've been supporting my social media pages man, thank you so much like we are almost at the point of getting monetized so I need you guys to share my social media platform, share my YouTube page, Upload Past Crossroads, and make sure to tell other people about this page. But let's go ahead and get to this video. So if you guys have been tuning into my YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads, you know that I think two days ago, I did a yeah, two days ago, I did a video with uh Justin Lee Howell. Uh so that's the other guy that always does videos with me on upload past crossroads. So make sure you go to my YouTube channel, turn on the post notifications, so click the bell so you know when I upload another video. But um one of the videos we did actually was this video right here and we were talking about proverbs 22:29. 29 but there's some things i didn't get to say with that that i want to tell you guys right now so make sure to watch this video so you can see all the all the gems that we share with you guys with proverbs 22 29. but yeah let's go ahead and talk about uh this verse real quick because i want to i want to elaborate on some things i didn't really get to hit on really makes you <laughs> let you guys feel what I feel when it comes to this verse. Like, I want you guys to see what God has told me through this verse, and not just that. I want you guys to be motivated to to reach your highest and your fullest potential in life, because that's what God wants for you, right? And so, let's go ahead and talk about it real quick. You know, here goes the truth. Like, obviously, the Bible is a book about how to get right with God. Obviously, the Bible is a book trying to preach to us and tell us about Jesus and what his death did for us. Like, that's what the Bible is. It's a story in a book continually glorifying and pointing to Jesus. That's what the Bible is, right? But some people think that the Bible is not a success book. Like, some people think that the Bible is not a book about making you happy or successful. Like, it has nothing to do with making you happy or successful. And I get what you're saying. I understand what you mean. Yes, sir. Okay. But honestly... One verse that really resonates in my spirit is like Psalms 119, 105. It says that the word of God is a lamp unto my feet, a light unto my path. The word of God is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. And I'm not really prepared for this. But guys, a long time ago on Instagram, I posted this photo right here. And I want you guys to see it, man. So go make sure to go to my Instagram page, Trouble Don't Last, and my other Instagram page, my underscore Daniel underscore Bible, to uh, see all my... um, Miraculous uh Instagram post. But yeah, I posted this on August 5th, 2019. And it's a picture of a guy with the Bible with his Bible closed and it's pitch dark, right? Then he opens up the Bible, right? And then light is going everywhere in his face, right? And then after he reads the Bible, he has light just guiding his path in life, showing him where to go. And again, what is the Bible? What's it saying in Psalms 119 105? It says that the word of God is a lamp. Unto my feet, a light unto my path. What does that mean? That means that the Bible. <laughs> Let me show you another picture, man. I'm not even gonna break that down yet. <laughs> Here goes another picture. This is what it's essentially saying. It's saying that the Bible is a compass pointing you in the right direction, right? You see that amazing Instagram post? I posted this on March 7th, 2021. So what is Psalm 119, 105 telling us? That the word of God is a lamp unto our feet, a light unto our path. It's telling us that the word of God is a compass. It's a blueprint. It's a manual. It's a direction manual of how to live life. It's telling you how to succeed, how to flourish, how to How to get to the places where God has called you and ordained you to be, how to reach those highest places, how to reach those highest blessings. If you just obey the gospel, if you just obey the word of God, you can get there because the word of God is what? A lamp unto our feet. It shows us where to go. It shows it guides us on the right path. That's what the word of God is. Right. So it's, it's not something to play with. Right. It literally gives us direction for life because how, how lost do we get in life? How confused do we get in life? How, how, how many times do we get in a situation where we don't know what decisions to make, what choice to make, what direction to go in? The word of God can guide you and tell you where to go. If you just listen and read it and study it, man. That's what the word of God is. So is it a book on how to be successful? We're about to see with this verse today that it is in Proverbs 22, 29. So don't limit the gospel, the Bible, to be just being about one thing. It's not just about one thing. It's about many things. It's a lamp unto our feet, a light unto our path In this dark world, this world is a dark place, and it's (laughs) the Bible is lighting the way of where to go. So the Bible does include some God-inspired advice on how to be productive, how to arise in everything that life throws at you and how to be successful in everything that you do in life. That's what the Bible is. So the Bible essentially is the secret to success, right? But sometimes success looks different in God's eyes than it does in in our eyes, right? Success to God might look different it, must, it might be a different definition than what we have for success for us. You guys get what I'm saying? So it's the secret to success when it comes to pleasing the Lord, right? when it comes to being on the right path that he ordained for you, right? It's it's the, the secret of advancement in life, like how to be promoted, how to really glorify God in your work, even how to reach you know kings and reach nations and even reach the highest pinnacles of life right that's what this is we're about to see that with proverbs 22 29 are you ready did i just motivate you i know i did let's stop playing here all right so in proverbs 22 verse 29 now i'm warning you this is my life verse one of my life verses and it's one of my favorite verses of all time right so you guys, guys make sure to share this video with everybody that you that you know because i know you guys are going to be inspired by it, but let's get to it. So Proverbs twenty-two twenty-nine 29 says, do you see someone skilled in their work? They will serve before kings. They will not serve before officials of low rank. That's the NIV version. Let's read another version. The New Living Translation says, do you see someone truly competent? Do you see any truly competent workers? They will serve kings rather than working for ordinary people. Now, let's break this scripture verse down. So, again, I told you guys this is one of my favorite verses ever. And I, I built it up pretty good. So let's go ahead and get to it. So I want to, I want to clear something up for you guys. Like it's okay, right? A lot of Christians will say it's not okay, but I want to let you guys know just from this scripture verse, it's okay to want to strive to be the best, right? It's okay to strive to be, to, it's okay for you to want to, to strive, strive to be successful in life. It's okay that you you want to be the greatest in your field and your arena and what you do it's okay if you want to rise to the top there's nothing wrong with that now grieve and envy and all those stuff can play a factor and you have to make sure your heart is right you got to make sure you are right with the lord and that's what god has ordained for you right but guys <laughs> this scripture verse is literally talking about somebody who's dedicated to their work committed like they're zealous they're diligent at what they do right <laughs> And you guys remember, I asked you guys if today was your last day on earth, what would you do? If today was your last day on earth, would you get up and still do the work that you do every single day? If the answer is no, then you're more than likely in the wrong arena. You're not in the place where God has called you to be. Like you, because guys, I want to really paint this picture with this verse, right? If you can't be diligent at your work, if you can't give your work everything you got and toll even when you don't want to toll. If you loathe what you're doing, you're not passionate about it, you don't believe in the cost, you barely want to do it, you don't love it, like that ain't the work that God called you to do because what does God tell us to do in Colossians chapter three, verse 23 to 24? He says, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart, you know, as you're working for the Lord rather than for human masters, right? Since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward, it is the Lord." Christ, you are serving, right? So if you can't glorify God in your work, why the heck are you doing it? Why the heck are you wasting time not glorifying God in your life, in an area in your life? We can't afford to do that as believers. See, this is why, like with YouTube, with social media, this is why I post the way I post. This is why I do what I do. Because like eventually, guys, I'm gonna get paid for this stuff. Eventually, I'm gonna be doing this full time. Eventually, this is gonna be my full-time ministry. And I know it's gonna be. I feel it. I know you guys feel it. You've been supporting me for a while. So like this is everything to me. Like I'm gonna give it my all. I'm gonna toll more than everybody else will ever you Guys, let me let me go back. Let me before I go anywhere else. Let me let me start back over, right? So I talked about the myths that some people think about the Bible. Now let me talk about, let me finish talking about the conspiracy real quick. So it's okay if you wanna rise to the top and be promoted. It's not a bad desire. Right. And But then you have to be diligent in your business. Right. If you're going to do all that, because you even get promoted, even get rewarded. That's what you have to do. And I like to do this with the book of Proverbs. Like, what is a proverb? I like to explain it. A proverb is a general statement that is true. Right. Regarding the way that life works. So a proverb is a general statement regarding the way things happen around the world. So God's given us the answer to life with each and every single proverb that you read. That's why it's important. Like if you memorize any chapter in the Bible, any book of the Bible, like scripture passages from that book of the Bible, it should be the book of Proverbs. Like Proverbs is the wisest book. It's the one filled with the most wisdom. Like it is telling you literally, observations are being made in the book of Proverbs so that we can draw lessons from those observations and apply those lessons to our lives that's that's literally what proverbs 29 22 is talking about is it's a motivational statement made in the book of proverbs and it's an encouragement to not be average in what we do every single day so how many people just coast through life just close through their work just do the bare minimum with what they do with their jobs with their in the careers in their field see god didn't call you to do that that's why you ain't never been promoted that's why nobody knows you that's why you ain't in the highest arenas that's why you're not the best of the best like because You ain't doing what God calls you to do. And you're not diligent at your work. And you can only be diligent at the things that you're passionate about and the things that you love. I think Steve Jobs said that one time. He he said, find something that you love and then you won't have to work a day in your life. So what is that thing that you love? Again, a question I asked at the very beginning of the video is if today was your last day on earth, would you get up and do the work that you have to do every single day? And then if the answer is no, you need to change what you do for work. You got to make sure that you're doing the work that you really desire doing so and so you have to create that you gotta be creative and creating that right so proverbs 22 29 is also an encouragement to not be average in what we do each and every single day to go above and beyond to put in a little bit more effort a little bit more work to produce something great something excellent right because as believers that's all we should be doing is producing excellent things amazing things Right? that's that's the problem with the conception of Christians in this world. Like some people think that Christians are dull and boring and depressing, and they they bring down the the the, the environment. They bring down the energy in the in the room and stuff like that. Come on, guys, <laughs> a, a truly devout Christian that's doing the Lord's work, man. Like, there's we're the salt and light of the world. Salt has four thousand different functionalities. How many functionalities do light have? Which means, like, how many light sources are there in the world? That's what all believers are. Like you're, we're certain light sources, we're doing certain things as salt, because salt can do many things in this world. So, are you excellent at what you do? Are you the flavor? Are you the light? See, that's what you're That's what we're called to do, and nothing less than that glorifies God. I don't care what anybody got to say. So, you can't just get it done, right? You can't just do the work and that's it. Like, no. Like, why not do great work? Why not do excellent work, right? So, because Yeah, because with excellence, there comes reward, there comes recognition, there comes promotion. You don't get promoted. You don't rise from out of poverty. You don't make it in this life, right? You can't succeed if you don't do excellent work, right? So (laughs) there's just so much with that, guys. So like, yeah. We're called, that's what you guys get what I'm trying to say. We're called to glorify God in our work in every, every area of our lives. Especially when it comes to the work that we do, right? So, if you can't glorify God, you probably shouldn't be doing that work. If you can't glorify God in that work, if you're just gonna be lazy, right? And so, for me, like, I asked everybody, like, money wasn't a factor. What would you get up and do the rest of your life? So, for me, obviously, preaching, teaching the Bible, studying the Bible, animation, like, writing. I love to write. That's one thing I don't think a lot of people know about me, but I think you can tell if you look at my Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook page. And then I used to keep a journal too. So if you know a lot about me, you know I I like to journal. So eventually I'll be an author. And then social media, right? Like I love social media. So those are the things that I love. And I know one day I'm going to get paid for. But until then, I'm going to keep on working. Until then, I'm going to keep on toiling, which I ain't going to spoil the end of the video. But let's keep on going. So in order to get towards that life that you want, you have to be willing to put in the work. That's what I'm saying. You can't shortchange it. So here goes some quotes I got for you guys. Like, if you don't put in the work, you're not going to get the results. And if you want to be great at something, you have to put in the work. Like there's a book called Outliers by Malcolm Caldwell something like that. I don't remember his name. But in that book, he said that every great and successful, known, famous person that's great in their field put in 10,000 hours towards their craft. 10,000 hours. What in life have you put in 10,000 hours towards something? Like, what is that? Is it masturbation? You're not going to get far. With masturbating, trust me. Like, what do you, what, what do you, what, what do you put effort into? Chasing a girl, what is that gonna do? Like, you know, like, well, I won't say chasing a girl. Let's be more specific. Chasing women, chasing men. Like, what is that gonna do for you in the in the long run? Like, what do you put ten thousand? What do you put your time into? Right, ten thousand hours. Like Serena Williams. That's one of the people that the outliers authored. In that book, he he uh, suggested, like, that person put in 10,000 hours towards their craft. Tiger Woods, Kobe Bryant. You see those names? Like, everybody knows those names. Everybody knows those names. Like, they're great. They're the greatest in their field. Like, you can't even say they're not the greatest. You know their names. Otherwise, you wouldn't know their names if they weren't the greatest. Do you know who Channing Fry is? Like, no, you don't. Like, there's a lot of people you don't know that played in the NBA, NFL. And that's because they didn't put in as much work as the greatest ones did, right? And that's the scripture verse. The scripture verse in Proverbs 22 29 literally says Do you see someone skilled in the work? Do you see someone truly competent, knowledgeable, truly diligent and skillful in the work? He will stand before kings, he will be known before kings, he will not stand before obscure men. You will not stand before ordinary people, right? You want to be great. You want to. You want to be at the highest pinnacles of life. This is the. This is the secret to success. That's the title of today's video, right? So, you cannot cheat the grind. A lot of people think they could cheat the grind and still get there. They think they could barely put in the work and still get to the highest places, the highest peaks of life. No, you can't. The Bible literally just said this is a promise from God. This is a proverb which is a general statement regarding how life works, regarding the way everything functions here on this earth. This is a proverb, Proverbs twenty-two twenty-nine. 29. So when saying that, you cannot cheat the grind. It knows how much you invested. It won't give you nothing you have not worked for. So guys, that thing that you want, have you put in all your energy, and everything that you got into making that dream come, become a reality and the answer is the heck to the no? You got some nerve to just be praying for it. Like, prayer does not replace laziness. Prayer does not replace hard work. You can't get away from the work, right? Goals work when you work. You got to put in the work. I'm here to motivate you guys. This is the point of Upload Past Crossroads. We're all going to get to our goals because we're going to use the word to get us to our goals, right? So, the Proverbs uh, is Proverbs 22 29, Proverbs 22 29, and it reads, Do you see a man skilled in his work? He will be stationed in the presence of kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Right. So everybody has a dream, but everybody has the grind to make that dream come true. So if you don't have the grind to make that dream come true, you'll never have you'll never see that dream come to fruition. That's why everybody be dreaming. Everybody be wishing about a different life. Everybody wants something different, but now everybody's willing to do the work to get a different results. Right, so don't expect to get different results if you don't put in the work. So doing the work is our job, but the results is up to God. Why would God bless you with something you won't, you didn't work for? Like, why would God? Well, that's that's grace, obviously. But but uh, let me change the question, like, because that, that that was a, a bad way to ask it. Why would God give you something if you're not faithful, even in the in the little areas, showing Him that you really want and desire what you're asking for? You say you want it, but you're not willing to put in the work to keep it or to do it, to maintain it, to to read. Like it's a process. Right. So let me say some some more stuff. Like you can't ask for favor if you don't do favorable work. Right. You can't be anything you want. You can be anything you want. But no, it won't be easy. Right. So nothing worth having comes easy. And if you aren't willing to work for it, don't complain about not having it. That's that's basically what I'm trying to say. Like, people won't favor, people want promotion, people want recognition, people want to be known and famous and all those things. But what are you doing? Like, are you skilled at your work to be in that place? Right? That's, that's a heck to note for so many people, right? And another one of my scripture verses I had on my wall too, in my apartment in Charlotte, North Carolina, like uh when I, you know, used to live in my apartment. Uh, was this. It says, good planning and hard work leads to prosperity, but hasty shortcuts lead to poverty. That's Proverbs 21, verse 5. Good planning and hard work, guys, lead to prosperity. Good planning and hard work. They both go hand in hand. You got to plan. You got to plot. You got to think it out. You got to make sure you're going on the right path. You got to make sure you know you're aligned with God's will. And you got to work hard. See, we're partakers with God. God does his part with the results, with the blessings, with the favor, with the promotions. I can keep on going. You got to do your part and be a partaker, a co-worker with God and put in the work. Work and prayer, prayer and work, they both go together. And so many Christians, they miss the mark on that. That's why you don't ever see nothing. That's why we don't really make a dent and really impact people's lives because you're lazy. Like it literally just said it, hasty shortcuts, being lazy, thinking you just coasting by, like doing enough just to get by leads to prosperity. So which one are you? Are you a good planner of hard work with what that, when it comes to doing what God called you to do, we're doing exactly what God has blessed you with? Like God has blessed all of us with gifts and abilities and talents. So let's use the parable of the talents as an example. What are you doing with your talent? Well, you're skilled. Well, you're skilled. What are you good at? What's gonna bring you over and help you to overcome in life? What's gonna get you out of poverty right now? What's gonna get you before kings if you put in ten thousand hours towards it? What is it? How good? Are, how good can you be at it if you put in that much work? If you get everything you got to it, what will happen? What is that for you? I already told you, Mom. Mine, mine's obviously teaching, preaching. Like my spiritual gift is my calling. Like that's 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 it for me. That's what's gonna get me to those places, right, and that's only going to get me to those places to really glorify God even more, to reach even more people, to be before presidents, right, to be before people of high ranking, in the presence of high officials, guys, like a lot of Christians, they be like, man, that's such a false preacher thinking like that, man, you can not say stuff like that, you're so selfish and playful, no, guys, like, that's the, that's, that's the key, we're lights of the world, we Should be the baddest among all creations, we shouldn't just be ordinary. I'm sorry, guys. I'm really, I think you get it just from me talking. I'm real passionate, right? I don't, I'm too much for some people, apparently. Like, I'm I'm extra, like, and some people just want me to dim it down, hide my light. I can't do that. I'm sorry. Like, you're either great or you're not, you're either good or you're not. (laughs) (laughs) There's no halfway with me, like, you know what I mean. And like, is everybody called to be great? No. Is some people call to be average? Yeah, sure. But as a believer, should we settle for average or should we settle to reach as many people as to Christ as possible? Like he said, right? So yeah, uh, let's keep on going. So keep doing it. Yeah. You have to do whatever. Here goes some suggestions for everybody. Life application, right? You have to do whatever it is that God has called you and given you to do. And you have to keep on doing it this is the secret to success, the title of today's video, right? You're not going to get to the highest places in life, to the highest peaks of life, meet people that you never dreamed of meeting, right? You're not going to get to those places, right? If you don't give everything to the skills and the gifts and the abilities and the talents that God has given you. Like some people literally think, like, if I'm lazy, God's going to bless me. But What? If I'm slothful, God's going to bless me. Are you kidding me? right? You don't even do it when no one's watching. You don't even do it when nobody supports you. You don't even do it when it get, when the goings get tough. Why would God bless you with more? See, those who are faithful with a few things, those who are faithful with little, even more will I give to him, right? God's going to give you more. He's going to put you in a place you never would have dreamed of, right? If you still do the work even in the little places, even in the small places, even when, even when you, even when you do it when no one's watching, even when you do it when you don't get any results, you don't see any success, you don't see the reason why you should keep on doing. It. But despite anything, you just keep on sowing, you just keep on plowing, you just keep on pulling the, the weeds, and eventually you're gonna see, you're gonna see a harvest. See, that's one of God's promises. See, another verse I had on my wall was Galatians six nine, right, which says, "Let us not grow weary." and doing good for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up galatians 6 9 man and the kicker was if we do not give up if we do not give up if we keep on doing the work if we keep on sewing, if we keep on plowing, if we keep on doing, even when nobody likes our comments, like there's times. Let me be honest with you guys. L- look at my social media pages. I want you guys to go to it. Right. These are my all my social media pages right here. Sometimes on my social media page. I mean, it don't happen like it used to, but sometimes I don't get no likes. Like I won't say i don't get no likes, but there was times where I got none likes, no likes at all. There's times where nobody engaged all my stuff. But then people would tell me, Sean, like, keep on doing what you're doing, man. We see you posting, man. Even though, And the people would motivate me. Like, my cousin did it one time. He was like, Sean, like, I look at your stuff every day. Like, I may not like it. And people, I'll let you know now, people don't like it. People don't comment. But they see it. And they enjoy it. So keep on doing it. Right? So a lot of times people give up because of that. They don't get enough support. They don't get enough likes. And they let, pass on the back. But that's not who you're doing it for. We're working like we're working for God. We're toiling like we're toiling for God. We're, we're doing this for God. We ain't doing this for hand claps. We ain't doing this for applause. So again, what is that for you? What is your skill? What is your ability? What is your talent? What are you doing with it? Are you wasting it? Yeah, somebody said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this person's comments. So y'all follow Martin period mass man. So M A S M-A-N. He said, to one he gave five bags of gold, to another two bags, and to another one bag, each according to his ability. And I, yeah, I saw your comment earlier. He says "He says that God says he gives according to our ability, so we have to work on growing our ability. Mm! What are you preaching, boy? <laughs> you got me fired up, man. I'm not going there yet, but I was about to, man. Oh, I was about to, man. You got me sweating now. Oh, yeah. I was, I was just about to go there, man. Let me finish it out, man. So the secret to being successful is not really a secret, right? It's just about being diligent. It's just about putting into work. And putting into work, getting to those places that you always dreamed of, it doesn't happen overnight. So many people think that life's a microwave. You just get to success. You just get there. Like They hear all these motivational books, see all these successful people, hear their stories, and they think, man, it happened to them like this. It happened to them this way. So if I just follow their path and do what they did, then I can get there. But your story's different. Your chapter in your book's different. Your book, your life is different. God's doing a new thing. God's, I know this scripture verse. God's doing a new thing with you. He's doing a new thing with me. So I can't compare my story and what God's got going for me for everybody. Cause I'm telling you now, I'm a, <laughs> I'm way different than every other pastor that ever exists. Like one thing they're gonna say about me is I'm the most technical pastor ever. Like somebody even said it. They said they're gonna call you the cyber pastor. I'm not gonna spoil what I'm gonna do with cyber yet, yeah, but y'all just stay tuned. But I'm real technical, and I think everybody knows that from uh, seeing that. So, um, but I want to talk about the word diligent real quick, right? Are you diligent with what God has given you? Are you diligent with where God has placed you? Are you diligent in the little things? But let me go back. Let's go back. Let's go back to the scripture verse. Do you see a man skilled at his work? Let's stop there. Do you see a man competent? Truly. It's a truly competent. Do you see someone diligent at their work, right? So are you diligent at your work? Are you diligent working towards that goal, that dream, that, that, the, the, that path that God has set before you? Are you diligent with everything every resource every talent every gift that god has given you if you're not don't ask for, don't, don't 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 even bother asking god for anything because let's talk about the word diligent real quick are you diligent with your work right so i done told y'all my work preaching teaching speaking social media youtube let's do this real quick let's talk about the word diligent so the dictionary says diligent is having or showing care consistently, I don't know that word, but consciously always thinking about, always pondering in one's work or duties, right? So continually on your mind. You have care towards it. You give care towards it. Diligence. Right? Let's, let's use some synonyms. Diligence is hard working. Are you hard working when it comes to honing in your skills? Like uh y'all make sure to follow him, man. Martin, period. Mass man, man. Go ahead and see me in a DM when you when we're done with this video, man. Let's talk, man. <laughs> so, with your work, are you diligent? Are you hardworking? Right? Are you meticulous? Are you painstaking when it comes to making that dream a reality? When it comes to giving God the most glory with the skills and abilities that He's giving you, are you rigorous towards it? Are you thorough Oh man, did you hear that? Are you thorough with it? I like painstaking a lot. Like, are you willing to suffer? long suffer, persevere. Are you painstaking? Like Even through the pain, you still do the work, even when nobody gives you a pat on the back. Even when you don't want to do the work, you still do the work. Are you honest with your work? Are you constant with your work? Are you untiring and tireless with your work? Are you still going to do the work, even when you don't want to do the work? Oh man, this is preaching, man. Are you driven? Are you active? Are you busy? Are you laborers Are you committed? Are you persistent? Are you tenacious? Oh, did y'all hear that? Are you tenacious, man? towards the skill, developing that skill that God has given you. Do you see a man skilled at his work? Do you guys do you think you're gonna reach anybody for Christ if you're okay with your gifts and abilities? Like let's do preaching, for example. All these preachers and teachers, do you wanna listen to an okay pastor? Like somebody that's just boring and depressing, like and just Doesn't hit no nerves. Don't they're not relatable. Oh, let's talk about tradition real quick. I mean, some people like traditional pastors, but conservative pastors just gotta be like this. Everything's like this. Hallelujah. Like nobody wants that. We want to be touched. We want to we want to feel something. You know what I'm saying? Like you guys know what I'm saying. Like that's just for preaching. Do you want to see a basketball player that's not diligent, that barely hits any shots, that sucks, can't even dunk, that's four foot eight? Or do you want to see Steph Curry shoot from full court backwards again? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, do you want to see Steph? Do you want to see Kobe? Do you want to see Mike? Like, I can only watch Kobe and Steph play and Michael Jordan. Those are the only basketball players I can watch. Like, I like watching greatness. Anytime I waste time, because basketball and football games are too long. You guys know what I'm saying. Like, anybody like me, I only like listening to the pre-games and the post-games. Like, hearing the commentators talk about the games. again the highlights, right? But when it comes to Steph, when it comes to Kobe, like, and it comes to the Super Bowl, even, like, I like watching great football and great basketball, like, to where, like, I'm motivated in life. Like, I wanna see 50 points. I wanna see Adrian Peterson rush for 280 yards or whatever you rush for that one time. Like, I wanna see something legendary. I wanna see a record breaking night. I wanna be motivated. Like, Kobe gave me that all the time. Like, his freaking last game was 60 points, his last game in the NBA. Then, on top of that, in like, 2000, 7, 2008, Kobe was on a streak. Like, i never seen Kobe score less than 24 points, ever. Like, and he was always on TV when I was a kid. And then on top of that, most of the time he would score 40, sometimes 50, sometimes 60. He was going crazy. Like, no other basketball player was like Kobe. Like, this dude, he will motivate you in life and want you, and he will motivate you to want to be great in your arena, in your field. Like to reach your highest and fullest potentials, and that's what that's what we should do, with our skills and our gifts and our abilities in God's freaking house. If Kobe did that with basketball, what the freak do you think you should be doing in the church? What the heck are you doing with your life? We life versus basketball, really. Kobe put more more effort in basketball than we put in the church now. Than we put in our own lives. Are you kidding me? Come on, guys, we gotta be better, man. So like. Let's go back to Proverbs 22, 29, man. Let's, let's end this video. Like, we having too much fun. All right, so Proverbs 22, 29 reads, do you see a man skilled in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure people. So if you're willing to put in the work that others are not willing to put in, that's what that verse is saying if you're willing to practice and hone in your skills and master your gifts and abilities and your talents, if you're willing to keep on learning, keep on growing, keep on striving for better, right? If you keep on doing the best that you can do in your arena with your skill, with your gift and your ability, you will stand out and you will start rising, right? And an example of that in the Bible is Joseph. Like, just think about Joseph real quick. Joseph literally was sold into slavery from his brothers, right? Somehow, way, he kept on getting promoted, right? So when he was in slavery, he got promoted in Potiphar's house. And then Potiphar's wife lied on him. Then he got thrown back in slavery. Then he ended up second in command of Egypt. Now, you don't get to that place if you don't put in the work. Like, do you know how much he had to work when he was a slave? To be a slave and then become second in command, stop playing. Stop playing. So so if you want to stand before kings, if you want to be known by men, if you want to be famous, if you want to be a celebrity, if you want to be great, right? If you want to be legendary. See, I'm not guys, I'm one of them type people I want to be legendary. Like when I die, when I die, guys, like if I die anytime soon, I'd be really depressed. But it's God's will. But like, man, boy, the longer I live on this earth, man, I have no excuse. Like. I want to be legendary. Like I want to. I want God to use my ministry, use my voice, like use me, my life, to reach a gazillion, bazillion, quadrillion souls. Like you can't even count it. Like how many sands, how many grains of sand there is on a beach, and how many, however many stars exist, that's how many souls I want to be saved just from hearing me speak. Right? I want people to be transformed and their lives changed. And God promised me that He said. On September Saturday, September four two thousand ten, he says, "Sean, all you gotta do is open your mouth." And he said, "I'm a, He said, "Your mouth is like water. It's like an ocean. Like if y'all guys ever been on the ocean, the ocean, oh my gosh, like no waves are like the ocean waves. Like when the ocean wave move, you move. And even the littlest movement moves you. Like so you just wobbling like this on a boat. You can't even walk straight. That's why people get seasick because the ocean is crazy, man. Like." Go on a boat. Go on an ocean. Don't go on no other lake. No, go on an ocean. Like, cause is the water? Then guys, we did you know 80% of the sea has been discovered? That's a lot of water, right? So the ocean, the sea, right? So what was I trying to say? But anyways, like that promised me, like, Sean, when you speak, heart... men's hearts are going to move because when you speak, it's like waves moving men's hearts. And so all you got to do is talk. I'm going to speak through you. But just talk, right? So basically just be me. So like, I should be able to stand before kings and and stand before everybody so I can reach even more people for Christ so even more people are touched and blessed so even more people can hear a message from the Lord and be motivated just from God using me, the way he uses me. But same thing for you. What is your arena? What is your field? What What skill did God give you? Use it to the best of your ability. So if you want to stand before kings, if you want to be great in this life, just keep doing what you're supposed to do. It's that simple. Keep getting better. Keep developing. Keep improving. Don't be stagnant. Stagnant. Nobody gets anywhere being stagnant, guys. Don't settle either. Like Once you get to a certain place, don't settle. Don't be comfortable. Never get comfortable. Never compromise. Keep on getting better. Be that humble, right? Keep on learning. Keep on growing, right? And then if you want to stand before kings, Do it every single day. Keep on plotting. Keep on planning. Keep on making a way to do that skill, right? Master it. Master it, right? And success will eventually come. And that's this video, guys. The secret to success. Proverbs 22, 29. I'm going to read it again. Like this is my life verse. This is the verse I applied to my ministry. So since 2018 on my YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads, I started a YouTube channel upload past crossroads in 2018. I made a commitment. Like I came to a certain place and like, how old was I in 2018? I was born in 1992. Let me do the math real quick. 2018 minus 1992. I was 26. So at the age of 25, because it was during the summer at the age of 25, I finally came out the closet. That's what I'm gonna call it. Because like, I was scared of like being myself and people critiquing me because I've always been a people pleaser. Right? I always cared about what people thought more than God. That's that's when I first became saved. Like, that's the one I got rid of. Like, that's where I didn't care about anymore. I cared about pleasing God more than people. But even then, like, when it came to, like, speaking, teaching the Bible, like, I know how harsh people can be. I know how narrow-minded, bigoted, and critical people can be. Like, judgmental. Like, they'll critique the littlest things. Like, I don't agree with that. You're a false prophet. <laughs> Just from the littlest thing. And are you going to agree with everybody with every single thing? And because you don't agree with every single thing a person thinks, there's a false prophet automatically because you don't agree with one thing. So does that make your father, your wife, your husband, your children false prophets? But, anyways, <laughs> all right, so let's, let me stop being mean. All right, but well, you guys get it. But, like, on my YouTube channel, I made a commitment when I was 25, you know, starting my YouTube channel and finally sharing the gospel, finally sharing what God has given me, and stop holding back, like, be myself. And now it's like coming full circle, right? Like I think you guys can tell I've been posting more, right? And eventually I'm gonna start posting every day. That's what's gonna be scary. When I post every single day and I hit you guys with even more content. And then what's really scary is when I get help. Like if I got a marketing team, a social media team in my ministry, you kiss every other ministry goodbye. My stuff's gonna be just coming in like that because I already post a lot. But you guys know what I'm saying? But this scripture verse helped me to do that. This is one of my life scripture verses. What is a life verse? A life verse is just something you—it just touches you, man. It don't—it t- touches you like no other verse. What verse is that for you guys? Comment it. What's your life verse? What's that verse that you apply and you—you you have applicable? You guys know what I mean. Like it's—it's it's your life. Like you apply it, and it's—it's—it's it's, it's you. It's your life verse, right? You haven't memorized. You don't need to look at it. Like it's just in your spirit. It's hidden in your heart. It's inside of you. What verse is that? And for me, it's Proverbs twenty-two twenty-nine, 29, baby. That's only one of them, right? I got a few. But one of those Proverbs 22, 19. And, and that reads again. Let me read the King James version. because You guys know. I, I like the King James. Like It said, do you see a man who excels in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before unknown men. So guys, it, my whole point of this video is a call to excellence. It's a call to succeed. It's a call for believers to not just coast by like everybody else in life. You're not just working for a common man. You're not just working for any man. You're working for the Lord God Almighty. So whatever you do for work, whatever your skill and gifts and abilities is in your talents, you don't just do it for you. You don't just do it for your kids. You don't just do it for fame, for all this stuff, like all the worldly pleasures. You do it for the Lord. It's as simple as that. So you got to work like you're working and toiling for God's glory. Because that's what you're doing. You're working for awards in heaven, baby. And in order to get there, you got to reach to the highest places in life, right? You got to touch as much people as possible. And that's what this verse does to me. It just motivates me to get there to keep on working, keep on toiling, keep on fighting the good fight of faith, because I'm going to knock out the devil. I'm going to knock out anybody else that get in my way. I'm going to knock out anybody else that talks crap and says, Sean, you're too much. Dim it down. No, I ain't dim it down. nothing. I'm going to keep on doing what God called me to do, and you got to watch me do it, because I ain't sitting down. You can have a seat at the table with the rest of the enemies of God (laughs) that God has in front of me, because I ain't stopping. I ain't never stopping. I'm coming for everything that God has for me. Amen. All right, I'm done talking. (laughs) All right, but make sure to Go to my social media platforms. Oh, I need water. I hope I'm not one of them preachers that sweat, man. It's like that's gonna be awful. I don't. I never sweat either. Like, but I'm hot. <laughs> but here goes my social media platforms: On my YouTube page, podcast upload, Patch Crossroads, my Facebook and LinkedIn, Sean Christopher Jenkins, my Twitter, Snap, Instagram, TikTok, Trouble Don't Last, my other Instagram page, my underscore Daniel underscore Bible. My Tumblr, Trouble Don't Last, number one. But guys, make sure to go to all my social media platforms. I told like nobody else. I post like nobody else. I promise. I put in a lot of work. Please, please support me. Tell other people about my pages. I need support. And like I said, guys, I'm almost close to getting paid on YouTube. I can hit you guys with even more content. I just need you guys to help me. I can't do this by myself. Like, like, when it comes to watch views, I can't, I can't watch 4,000 hours. YouTube doesn't allow me because the IP address, they can track me. And so they don't do it on one laptop so i need you guys to do that for me man i need you guys to tell people about my page i need you guys to like all my all my stuff on my youtube page oh my even my podcast hook me up man all right so uh yeah here goes my youtube page I'll little past crossroads again and uh i have make sure to watch this video on proverbs 22 the other one i did and then also uh i have a playlist uh any one of my playlists i'm about to list like listen to all my sermons bible studies. Uh, um, all the videos I've done with Justin like in future animations, they'll all be on these playlists. So here goes one playlist, light verses. I've been talking about light verses like crazy on this whole video. Verses of the day. I have a lot of videos and sermons on verses of the day. I take one verse and I just elaborate on it. So check out that playlist. Check out my other playlist, Instagram posts, Explain. This is when I explain an Instagram post that really touches me. Those videos are crazy, man. Check out that playlist. And then also, I have a playlist, obviously, on Proverbs 22. You can check out any sermons and Bible studies I did on just Proverbs 22, and then also I have another playlist on the Book of Proverbs, right? So anything in the Book of Proverbs will be on that playlist, right? So as you can see, I put in a lot of work on my social media pages. If anything, I have more playlists than anybody else that ever exists on YouTube. There's no way that anybody touching me with that. But let me read what Martin uh, Period Mass Man said. So y'all make sure to follow him again. Mass Man, M A S M A N. He said, "I don't always give likes, but I see your stuff." when I do go online. So keep going, man. Thanks so much, man. You're truly a blessed man. God bless you, man. You, you fired me up, man. This is all because of you, man. God bless you, bro. For real. We got to collab, man. For real. All right. So I'll talk to you guys in a minute. I got another video coming for you guys, but peace out. Thanks so much for all y'all support, man. Y'all comment like crazy. I'll talk to you guys later. All right. Bye.